All right, everyone. Uh, welcome to episode three of the Manly Mission podcast. Um, I'm your host, Rahan Rana. Let's get started with this one. Uh, I think you guys will really um, enjoy this one, what we have planned for today. Um, before we get started, I do want to let you guys know that if you want to build a bigger chest and you kind of want some uh, tips and tricks on how to do that, um, I've created the ultimate guide to building a bigger chest. Um, you can find that at farhanrana.com guide. So F-A-R-H-A-N-R-A-N-A dot com slash guide. And you can find it right there. And uh, that should get you all set for your chest day. Um, so the topic for today is, um, I was kind of thinking about this. I was like, well, what's the, what gets in the way of guys not getting or achieving their goals? And I kind of thought back on my life and what mistakes I've been making. And uh, one of the things I identified was the fact that I haven't been focusing on one thing um, either for a long enough time or until it's done um, and I can say that, yeah, I've, I've achieved that goal. Um, and really, you know, it goes back to consistency and not getting the results we want in life. And um, this really happens for a couple of reasons. One, um, we either lack motivation for achieving that goal because it's either too vague or we haven't planned it out enough um, or the goal is set too low um, so it's like, we don't, we don't see the point in like trying to achieve that or it's too high to the point where like, well, what's the point of doing that? You know, if I can't even realistically achieve that within a reasonable time frame, um, or, um, the goal or habit that we're trying to make isn't as important to us as we would like it to be. Um, so we just don't see why we should be investing any time or energy into, uh, achieving that goal and really making something happen because of it. Um. And a lot of my insights and a lot of what I'm going to be talking about comes from the one, uh, this one book I've, uh, I've read and I do want to read again this year. It's called The One Thing by Gary Keller. Um, and the whole premise of that book really is to, is to answer the one question. It's like, what's the one thing you can do today to get you closer to your goal or to, your, to, to the thing you're trying to achieve? Um, so it's not two things, it's not three things, it's not like 17 things. It's like one, it's one thing you can do today um, to get closer to your goal. And I think this is a good concept to at least consider um, because a lot of times we go through life and we're like, what's, you know, there's like a certain goal that we have in life and we're like, okay, there's like a million things that we can do that will incrementally get, get us there or um, they all will contribute. And uh, that's not saying that they won't have any impact, but it's really identifying, really minimizing and really getting to the core of what will actually make uh, an Im impact and will actually move you towards your goals. Um so what I'm proposing really is that we have a clear goal and we have singular focus towards achieving that goal. And um, that's what we should be doing um, to have any realistic and uh, sustainable progress to what we want to achieve. And um, I thought I'd start this out by saying or kind of giving context to how I apply this to my own life. And um, when I'm considering the self-improvement business that I'm currently creating, you know, the podcast, um, the fitness, all this kind of stuff. Um, I've really had to take a take a deep look at myself and ask, you know, I, I really need to be putting in maximum effort towards this and make it my singular goal. Um, obviously, in addition to the actual fitness I'm doing and the actual self-improvement I'm doing for myself, um, so I actually have something to share with you guys. And, um, you know, the reason why I'm even passionate about this in the, in the first place, because I want to create a sustainable business around this. And I, 
you know, the whole point of that is to really help you guys become the best versions of yourselves. And, um, you know, it's it the, the thing that really gives me the most drive and actually gets me, in, you know, up in the morning and want, you know, the reason why I want to create content and like help you guys in the first place is because I want to see guys um, really become the best version of themselves and really have something, you know, really show excellence in all areas of this life, of their life. And um, one thing I do want to mention, because this might be in the minds of some, you know, some people is like, you know, why, why does this have to be a business? Why can't you just um, create content or help guys or just like, um, you know, get on calls with guys if they have any questions, that kind of thing. And I think it's really important uh, to be clear about your intentions and why you're doing something. Um, and there's nothing wrong with saying that I'm creating a business that I want to benefit from this financially. Um, I think you would actually be dishonest and, you know, it would be, uh, honestly selfish if I said, well, I'm not doing this for money. I'm just want, I just want to help guys. I want to be a good person. I want to be, you know, the big brother that I never had that kind of thing. Um, and you know, it, in some cases, you know, sure you do want to be selfless and you do want to come from a place of, of giving, but um, but it really has to come from the heart. Um, and what I'm doing with the business I'm creating is coming from the heart, but it's also, uh, putting me in a place, uh, financially, hopefully in the near future where, um, I can also show that aspect of this life, um, where, you know, creating content and pursuing your passion can help you, um, create, uh, an income out of this. It's not one or it's really, it's really both. And you can really do that. And um, I know that was a huge digression, uh, but I do want to make that point. Um, and this kind of does go back to the whole business aspect. Why am I even creating this in the first place? Because, um, you know, I do have that as a goal and end goal. Like, okay, I do want to make a certain amount of income or a certain amount of impact because of this. Um, but it also stems from the fact that I do recognize I have, I have some strengths when it comes to, you know, ideation or product creation or broad design or honest self-promotion and, you know, helping others get results, which I honestly think is leadership in at a very micro scale, even macro scale, you could, you could consider it that way. Um, because when you help others get what they want out of life and you uh, put your talents towards that, and I mean, that's honestly leadership in my, in my opinion. So I would consider it like that. Um, and you know, the next thing we should kind of discuss is why is having singular focus even important? Like, why does this make sense? And um, I would say that like focus, especially in today's age is like a rare commodity. Um, like anyone will know, I don't even have to, it's, 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 it's stating the obvious, but you're distracted like 24 seven, like I had to put like focus, uh, like on like, just so I wouldn't get distracted by emails or like phone calls or messages, that kind of thing. Um, because there's just so much distraction out there, even if it's not digital, maybe it's something in your physical environment that can get in your way. Um, there's just a lot of distractions that just come across your way and divert you from what you actually want to do. Um, and you know, when you get into this position where you're going to singularly focus on one goal, um, it's not just going to remain with you. Um, it's going to also, you know, other people are going to notice. You know, it could be your friends, it could be your family, it could be your parents. Um, and in some cases, it will come across as like selfish or like arrogant, like, oh, you think you're better than everyone else? Like, you, you kind of want to do this and you don't want to spend time with us. Is that it? Or like, um, you know, why are you being so selfish with your time? Like, you, you used to hang out with us all the time. You used to, 
um, you know, watch, you know, watch movies on, on Friday night. Like, why do you, um, why, why do you, why do you care about your fitness? That kind of thing. Um, and really what the single minded focus, what it does, what it looks like practically is saying no to a lot of things. Um, you know, this could be time with family. It could be hanging out with friends. It could be, you know, spending time with a girl or like, uh, you know, maybe even working overtime at your job. Um, if it's not what you actually want to do, saying no to things that are not aligned with your goal. Um, and the point I'm trying to make with this is that you will have to sacrifice in order to get what you want out of life. And that's just what focus, singular, single-minded focus demands of you. It demands sacrifice. Um, and, you know, trust me, like the things you will have to, you'll, you'll be sacrificing in the long run, um, you can more or less get them back. Um, if it's time with friends, um, you only need to put in a certain amount of hours, a certain amount of years to get to a point where like you're more set, more established in life, whatever the case may be. And at that point, you can reintroduce friends. You can have better friends or new friends if, if that's a situation for you. Um, but, you know, um, the thing I, I want to emphasize with this is that having, you know, having this focus will create a certain amount of pain in your life. And, uh, you know, that's not what you guys want to hear. You, you, you probably want to hear like, okay, you know, focus will get you all the results and like you'll have all the money and that kind of thing. But it will create a certain amount of pain. Um, and if you're in that pain or if you're about to get into that pain, what I want to tell you guys is that you might as well make it worth it. Um, because a lot of t- like, I mean, you, you've already taken the first step. You've already put yourself in a position to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on. It's going to take a certain amount of sacrifice. A certain amount of pain is involved. Um, other people might not like me for this, but if you're already in that position, you should just keep going, um, and get to get, get actually get the results that you want out of this. Because if you, if you half-ass it, or if you quit in the middle or like, you know, you just like give up on your goals, um, it will just put you in a worse position than if you'd never started because other people will be like, yeah, I, I knew he wouldn't do it. Or like, I knew he couldn't do it. Um, and you'll just feel bad about yourself. You're like, yeah, I could have probably done it if I just stuck it out for like another year or two um, on this goal that I had. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is that you, if you're in it, just keep going. Um, I think there's a saying if you're, I don't know who said it, but it's, it's really true. If you find yourself in health, why just keep going? Why would you stop there? Um, and that's kind of the, the, the message that I want to get across to you guys. So now that we kind of talked about it, uh, how do you actually apply the single minded focus to your life? Um, kind of going off the, the previous point I made about why it even makes sense to do this. Um, what you guys have to understand is that the only reason you'll actually want to put in effort, time, energy, money into whatever you want to do is because you have a certain pain point in your life. Um, if you're a young guy, it's probably it's probably the fact that you're out of shape or that you don't have enough money or you're single or something along those lines, something that's causing you pain. Or um, another way to think about this is like, what am I thinking about? Or, or like, what's occupying my thoughts a lot of the time? Like, what am I thinking about when I'm kind of in a flow state where I'm like cooking or like working out or that kind of thing? What's in your mind? What's kind of, what are you thinking about all the time? What are you trying to find solutions to? That's probably a sign in, in the right direction that you, that's something that you need to focus on and really identify as, as the thing you need to work on. Um, you know, let's let's go with the out of shape scenario. Like you you look at yourself in the mirror one day, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of skinny fat. My arms are just 
they don't look muscular like i i have a small neck whatever the case may be um and you decide okay that's what i'm gonna focus on i'm gonna fix that part of my life the one trap that you might fall into before you actually make any effort is you'll you'll convince yourself out of trying to solve this problem um you know you could hide under the cover of like oh it's not that bad um or like i don't see a lot of other guys who are fit you know but they're still like you know uh, successful, they have relationships, that kind of thing. So why should I even bother uh, getting in shape if it's not like that much of a huge improvement in my life? Like you'll make all these logical, like there'll be seemingly logic, logical rationalizations for why you shouldn't be doing your goal. And that's really, it. it's buried under like insecurity or like lack of self-belief or limiting beliefs, essentially. Like you're making up excuses for why you shouldn't pursue this goal, which is causing you a certain amount of pain, like you don't want to BS this. If it's causing you pain, and if like, if it's, if you're in a position where you're like, not above average in this area of your life, and where it's like, really like, okay, like I, I look bad, or I can't perform or you know, my cardio is just whack. Um, you might as well be honest about it. And really look at, at yourself and be like, well, this is something that I need to improve. And um, you know, as I say, like the, the first step of solving any problem is re recognizing that you have a problem. So this is what I would call step zero, honestly, identifying the problem that you have and being honest about the, the issue that you're facing. And then step one would honestly identifying, I said one thing, but it really comes down to, you could think of it as one strategy, one program, like what's the one overall strategy that I need to do to solve this problem? So going back to the out of shape scenario, you, you might decide, okay, the, I need to get into a program, I need to work out three to four times a week, I need to clean up my diet, and I need to sleep eight to nine hours of sleep, uh, like hours per night. That could be the starting point, you'll, you know, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, the perfect plan or anything, but what you decide to do, um, you know, and this example, honestly, is just, you know, it's going to vary for everyone. But as a general solution, this is what you, you might come up with. Then once you have this plan, once you have the solution in mind, what you need to do is just attack it like a madman. Um, and I know I'm like, you might think of this, oh, he's exaggerating. He's, you know, you don't have to attack it like that. You just have to be, you know, balanced and like, you know, consider others of your life. That's true, but you'll make faster progress if you just go at it. And when I think about the the first time I actually took fitness seriously, this was, um, I want to say mid to late 2019. Um, I came back from a trip with my friends. And when I was looking back at the, at the pictures, I was like, I don't look so good. Uh, like, why? Why am I skinny fat? Like, and up until this point, I had kind of trained, I had kind of done the program that I was going to do, but I never took it seriously. Um, and it's, I just had a busy schedule as a student. Um, so I, I, I made the excuse that I don't, I don't have enough time, so I can't really do this right now. Um, so just seeing that visual, like what I didn't, what I didn't like in the mirror, um, or in the pictures, honestly, it, that gave me the drive to like, okay, I need to focus on this for the next, I didn't even put a time frame on it. I was just like, I need to focus on this for, to get out of where I currently am because I don't like what I look like. Um, so what I did was, you know, for honestly, it, it, once I started seeing some kind of results where I, you know, I noticed them and other people noticed them was I want to say about three to four months of consistently working out three times a week, 
doing a strength training program, which was very minimal in the terms of exercises, and I could have done more. Um, but that didn't really matter to me. What matters, what, what, what the point of I'm trying to make with the story is that I just attacked it with the only program that I knew of. And it wasn't the perfect program. Like I've made many changes to that. And um, the modified version is what I could do currently. Um, but I just, I, I just went for it. Um, and that imperfect plan, it still gave me more results in three to four months than if I had, if I had a perfect program, but I just like procrastinated on it, or I told myself like, hey, it's, you know, I can take care of this later, I don't need to worry about it. I was just so fed up of looking like skinny fat and all this kind of, you know, all this stuff. I just went for it. I just went for the perfect, pro you know, the imperfect program that I had in front of me, just attacked it for three to four months. And it just got me some level of results. Um, obviously, COVID happened after that. So like, I wasn't able to train as I was at the gym um, prior. But it that was the first time in a long, I would say, the first time in addition to maybe one or two things in my life where like I've done something so like relentlessly and so consistently and it actually gave me results. And that's the motivation that I, that's, the, you know, that's honestly the lesson that I'm trying to tell you guys. That's why I'm trying to hammer into you guys. Like having that kind of honestly madman's, you know, uh, like focus and, you know, just, um, what's the word I'm trying to find? It's just like this compulsive sort of obsession obsession is the word i'm looking for this obsession with in my case trying to get fit is what actually got me results and if you think there's any other way of getting results like sure you'll get some kind of results or they'll be um, okay enough but if you want to do if you want to get any kind of great results and like really be proud of yourself and show it off to the world not by by telling them but by really just embracing that and becoming what you want to do and other people will just notice. Um, this could be in any any area of life. Say, you know, you want to, uh, I don't know, uh, make a certain amount of income per year. And for, for that, you need to get into another job or you need to start a business, that kind of thing. Um, once you get to that goal, other people will notice that you've kind of done something for yourself. Um, and it only really comes from having this obsession. Um, and another thing that I want to talk about is you know, kind of building on not having the perfect plan, you need to be comfortable with course correcting as you go. Um, I think a lot of guys, especially, uh, you know, those of us who are in technical fields, and we like everything laid out and to have, you know, SOPs and protocols, that kind of thing. Um, we have the kind of mindset, even if we're not in that field, is we, we tell ourselves that, okay, unless I have the perfect plan, and I, um, account for mistakes and, uh, you know, delays and that kind of thing. I'm not going to execute on it because it's going to be a waste of time. Um, trust me, it's not a waste of time if you just get started and you course correct. That's the only way that you're actually going to make some progress. Like, I know I'm repeating myself. Like, I, like I'm, I, I understand that. Um, but this is one of those things that I really want to tell you guys. Like, this is probably the only way, um, at least to my knowledge and at least in the way that I've experienced it, um, we, we, you actually get some, something out of your life. Um, so let's kind of future pace a little, and I want to give you guys, you know, some common results that a lot of you might be looking for. And, um, kind of these could be, uh, like out, you know, they, they're not the most accurate time frames for these kind of results. Um, but I'll just tell you guys and you can kind of correct me or, you know, put your own spin on it. Um, in like, I would say in three to five years time, you could be in the best shape of your life. 
Um, that's accounting for starting with, in my, like, like I said, imperfect plan, um, not the best diet, sleeping poorly, and then progressing to a point where um, one or two years into it, where you're like, okay, I've, I'm in a rhythm now. Um, I put on some strength, like I've, I've gained some strength, I put on some muscle. Now I'm going to double down on, on bulking, cutting that, you know, going through those phases a couple of times. And now you're like, okay, I'm in the best shape of my life. And on the earlier side, I know I did it like a Instagram live about this as well. Um, on the earlier end of things, this could take three years more realistically. And especially if you're a busy guy with work and, you know, family, that kind of stuff, um, five years. Um, but like I said, in that, in that live I did, you know, three to five years are going to pass anyway. And, you know, judging by how busy your lives are and how time just seems to fly, like three to five years is just going to go by just like that. Um, you're probably not going to realize that you're just going to be so caught up in the responsibilities and the work that you're doing. Um, so my kind of proposition, my idea to you is why not spend those three to five years that are going to pass by anyway and get in the best shape of your life? Um, you don't, I don't want to say you don't need mentorship or a program, but even if you did it on your own, um, let's just kind of, let's just, uh, play with that idea for a bit. Even if you did this on your own, um, you could still make amazing progress in three to five years just by, um, you know, uh, putting together this idea, uh, ideas on YouTube or Google or whatever you find, or, um, asking like the biggest guy at your gym, doing whatever you want on your own, if you really want to be um, a solo wolf or whatever about this. Like, if you were passionate enough and if you were focused and determined enough and if, were, if you were obsessed enough about this, you could still make some amazing results in terms of your physique. Um, so that was one example. Another example, um, this might not be relevant to a lot of you, but I think this is something that you should consider, um, is in seven to 10 years, you could be worth a million dollars and could consider retiring from, from working or um, working part-time or starting your own business at that point. And the reason why I even bring up this, this idea or this goal in the first place, is because, uh, you know, maybe, for example, you know, maybe we're having a hard day at work and we're kind of tight on money or like something came up and, you know, in terms of expenses and you just had to scramble together and find some way to pay it. Um, and you ask yourself, like, how do I get to a point where financial abundance, where I don't have to worry about this, where I have more than enough money um, in my account or in my savings and my investments, and I don't need to worry about money anymore. And like, just imagine like getting to a point in your life where um, you don't need to be living lavishly or, you know, spending money on like crazy, like cars or like a crazy lifestyle, but just getting to a point where um, you know, on any given day, like you don't need to worry about bills or you don't need to worry about how you're going to pay rent or, um, how you're going to afford, you know, uh, if you're, if you're married or like if you have kids and that kind of stuff, how you're going to afford, um, stuff for your kids or like a, a holiday, you know, like a vacation, that kind of thing. Um, so the reason why I say, you know, seven to 10 years to become a millionaire, um, and this is not by like any crazy amount of work on your part. You could, this could be investments. This could be, you know, saving uh, like intense, like, you know, a, a huge portion of your income um, and putting that together, putting that in, in an investment and really just sitting on it. Um, it could be crypto, it could be your income, whatever, whatever, however you want to do this. Um, but just consider that fact, like in seven to 10 years, if you're in your mid twenties, say like you're 24, 25, I'm, I'm 27. Just imagine getting to 37 or 
you know, 34 and you have more than enough money that you, than you can, than you need. And you could easily consider retiring or working part-time, um, depending on what you want to do. Um, and kind of going off of this idea, um, in five to seven years, you could be at the top of your industry, considering that you're already working and you've had some experience working in your field. Um, you know, just consider the fact that in five to seven years of really taking your career seriously, really going to, um, I, I don't know, apply this to your own field, but I'm just going to throw it out ideas, maybe uh, working overtime, working, uh, you know, uh, sporting other departments or going to conferences and really upgrading your skill set or networking, um, you know, outside of office hours, that kind of thing. In five to seven years, you could get to a point where you're like you're the expert or you're at the top of your industry and you're the leading expert in your in your field or you're close to it. Um, you're in a you know C-suite um, position and you're really uh, you're in a place where you have influence, where people look up to you and they come to you for advice and how this should be, how the organization should be running, that kind of thing. Um, so if you're more of a career-oriented person, which I know a lot of guys you know, professional, if you're a professional, like you're going to be considering this, um, this could be something that, that you strive for. Um, I know I said five to seven years, I have no, I do have some reference point for this. Like, that's like, if you really put time into this, and um, you make this your main focus, you could really get there. Um, but the time frames that I'm giving, they're, they're flexible. But the reason why I'm even giving them in the first place, is because this is really to emphasize the point that it's going to take a shorter amount of time that you than you think it is. Because if you don't understand this um, singular minded focus, if you don't understand having a certain level of, of obsession, um, you might think that getting in great shape where you, you have abs year, year round, uh, year round, uh, <laughs> we have like abs like all the time, or um, you know, you have broad shoulders, you know, you have the perfect male physique. If you don't know, if you don't understand this one concept of, of focus, you're going to think, well, you know, it's genetics, or I need to take steroids, or I need to have a personal trainer who's working with me, like, you know, six times a week, I need to be working out twice a day, that kind of thing. Um, so you might have all this misinformation and these limiting beliefs, but you just, if you, if you understand this, you're like, okay, well, it's still going to take a certain amount of time, but it's not going to be as long as I thought it would. It's not going to eat up like a lot of my schedule. Um, I'm going to get there within a reasonable amount of time and I'll have those results with me or I'll have the knowledge of how to achieve those results with me um, from from that point onward. Um, you know, and, and with the other examples I talked about, like you could apply to that as well. So really the conclusion and the way I want to the point I want to make with all of this is that the results you want are just on the other side of two things. And if you take nothing else from this video, like this is what I would say is what you should focus on. Um, those two things being singular focus multiplied by time. Um, and like I've said already, like the amount of time it takes is, is almost irrelevant because you understand. And if you, you understand that it's going to take, it's going to take time anyway, but you're going to get the results. Like if you have that sort of commitment to yourself and you have that those results in mind, front of mind all the time, you're you're like, well, I'm gonna have these results anyway. Um, whether it takes me three years or like thirteen years, I'll get there anyway. 
Um, and that's just how committed I am to that goal. Um, so that's, that's honestly what I would say about this. And, um, one final point, um, I think it's important to mention this is as men, uh, we have time on our side. Um, you know, we don't have to worry about anything biologic related or, um, it's mainly biology and maybe you could throw psychology in there as well. Uh, but we don't need to worry about, uh, I want to say we don't need to worry about like focusing, like getting our results quicker. I mean, the quicker, the better, honestly. Um, but we're in a position where, you know, we peak as men in our mid thirties, even forties. Um, and that's when, when you think of a successful man who's in great shape and all this kind of stuff, like you wouldn't conjure up a 16 year old in your mind. It, it just wouldn't happen. Even if that 16 year old had amazing genetics and he had, um, for some reason, like a great business, like he had started up, like that's still the exception, not the rule. Um, so when you like, just when you even think about this, like you think of an older, more seasoned man. Um, and that's kind of the direction that I'm going towards as well. And that's what I would propose to you as well. Um, is don't, like be comfortable with taking your time with this. Um, because like I said, you're going to have to course correct if you start with an imperfect plan and that's just how it goes. Like there's no way to really avoid that. Um, and you really need time for mastery. Uh, if, if this is, if whatever you have in mind is really important to you, you want to become really great at it and you want to get into a position where like you can influence others on that aspect of your life, or you can teach others that whatever you want to do with it, it's going to take time. Um, you know, that there's a rule of uh, 10,000 hours for mastery. Um, you could, you could scale that back a little, maybe say 7,000 hours for competence for, um, excellence, even seven to 8,000 hours. Um, but in that range, whatever that comes out to seven, eight years, you're still looking at a couple of years to get the results you want. And I don't want you guys to think that, well, it's going to take so long. So why should I even bother with this? Um, I'd rather just do what I can in my time, just have a balanced lifestyle and get to where I want. Obviously, you can do that. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're if you're still making improvements in your life, like who am I to say that, oh, you're not doing enough? Um, because a lot of guys, they're just like lazy, they're out of shape, they're just not doing anything for, their, for, for themselves and um, they're not even recognizing that they have a problem. So, if you, if you, if you want to approach this in a balanced way, go for it. Um, I got nothing to say about that, but if you understand, if you have this, like even inkling of ambition in your life and, um, you're like, I could really, I could really do something with this. Um, you know, in my case, when I think about my business and I really think about where this will be in two years, just in two years, um, I'm like, this could be really imp impacting a lot of guys. Um, because I want to be that kind of big brother to a lot of people who don't have, um, that kind of support or they, their fathers were absent or, um, they just didn't have that kind of influence in their lives. Um, I'm really grateful, you know, I've had a father who's, who's, who's been a really positive uh, influence in my life. And I've never really felt that kind of absence. But um, I've just come to a point to a point in my life where I've done so much in terms of really improving my mindset and um, obviously improving, improving my body, that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm like, why not share that? Why not become... I hate the word influencer, but just really become someone who has influence and can really show the way to other people, um, to younger guys. And 
if you're a younger guy listening to this, uh, you know, in 19, 20, 21, whatever the case may be, um, you're, you're listening to the right kind of advice. Um, that's not to, you know, uh, it's not to, uh, say anything about myself. It's just really, you're, you're putting yourself in a, in a space, in a position where you can take advantage of ideas. Um, there are a lot of guys realize maybe later in their life when they're 40 or 50 and they have all these responsibilities. They're like, well, yeah, I could have gotten into great shape if I just put in that amount of time, or I could have really saved up and made good investments when I was in my twenties. And I could have not been working 60 hours just because I have to, not because I want to anything like that. Um, so that's what I'll say about this topic. Um, have, I'll just recap, you know, identify the main point, pain point in your life. It could be a couple, but really just focus on one for the meantime, come up with a plan. It doesn't have to be anything perfect or crazy and just really execute on it. Um, that's the most important thing. If you do that for long enough, um, you'll start seeing some results within a short time frame. But if you really stick out with it and you really aim for mastery or even excellence with this, like you'll just be so much more proud of yourself and you'll see external results, obviously in the thing that you achieved, but you'll just have this sense of confidence and, um, like, yeah, I did this, like I can do this. Um, which I, th which I think a lot of guys are lacking because we don't have external challenges like we did in the past with like rites of passage, that kind of thing where we were forced by our community or our tribe to really achieve something. Um, and if we didn't, that really meant, uh, you know, being outcast or even losing your life because you just weren't strong enough to, um, you know, prove that you're, you're a contributing member of society or if you're, that you're a real man in this tribe. Um, so it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's unfortunate because it's just not going to apply to us in a lot of ways, but it's, it, what it does for us is that we have to think of these ideas on our own, like, and be like, well, I still, you know, that, that drive in every, every man to become competent and to be seen as valuable and to have this confidence is still there. Um, we're still biologically men. So it, there's no way of taking that away from us. Um, so it's really just about identifying like what, like what are, what are the things that I, I want to be um, competent in and have constant, you know, achieve a certain level of confidence in my life? Um, I think that's really important for us to consider. And um, there was something else on my mind as I was talking about this, but maybe um, it'll come back to me later. It always does. And at that point, I'll just turn it into a podcast idea. That's just... Um, so stay tuned for my missing idea that just like just went out of my head. Um, but I'll, I'll leave it right there. Uh, thank you so much for listening to episode three of the Manly Mission podcast. I do want to remind you guys that if you're listening, if you're looking to, you know, really up your chest game, uh, chest day game, and you really want to get amazing results um, for developing your chest muscles, what I've done is created the ultimate guide to building a bigger chest. And you can find that at farhanrana.com slash guide. So F-A-R-H-A-N-R-A-N-A.com slash guide. You'll find it right there. So really take advantage of it. It's, it's free. Um, and really just just apply that. And taking the ideas from for what we discussed today, go with what I think is a great plan. It's not perfect, but just go with it and see how that can really improve um, your chest. Um, so we'll leave it right there. Thank you so much again for listening. This is uh, your host, Farhan Rana. And this was episode three of the Melly Mission podcast, and I'll catch you guys later.